Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. Welcome to the program. Whoa. Wow. Where's that coming from? I don't know. He's turning up those headphones so loud. I think we're getting some feedback or something. You probably have the wrong headphones that you're turning up. To. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably turning up the headphones that are hanging on the microphone That's exactly so loud. That's what's happening. <laughs> feedback Live. <laughs> Welcome to the program. Uh, with you in the studio tonight, you've got Ian. Beakless Mountaineer. The Reverend Captain Kickass is also here. All right, so there's uh, all kinds of stuff in the news. As always, we will talk about what we can. Of course, we'll take your calls and your thoughts about whatever happens to be on your mind as well. Uh, tonight, there's been a story about these vaccine mandates coming from the federal government. It was announced, I think, in September, but the news had come out that, oh, hey, uh, they actually haven't put this into effect yet. They're just talking about right. doing that. Well, now they're saying they're going to be putting it into effect in uh, via the OSHA organization, the uh, the criminal enterprise that forces its way on all Occupational Safety Health Administration. Yeah. Uh, in the name of so-called safety, they shove a ton of regulations and rules down people's throats that, of course, the, uh, the Congress never actually passed. OSHA just writes this crap. And so we can talk about that because they are now saying, I believe, what is it, the very beginning of January is the deadline for all corporations with more than 100 employees that they have to mandate either uh, vaccination for their workers or they all have to test every single week. I can't believe that we're sitting here talking about this and that this is happening. This is real life right now. You know, uh, two and a half or so years ago. When I came out to New Hampshire, you know, things were bad. And I feel like I just... You mean federally? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I feel like I just, I got here in the nick of time still. Two and a half years later because, holy crap. I mean, if you'd have told me all the crap that was going to happen in the next two and a half years after I got here, I'd have been like, whatever. But no, here we are. A dystopian society I can only describe it as. It's really crazy. Uh, Medical authoritarian police state. It is not getting better. It's definitely getting worse. And the good news is there is a positive side to this. More people are going into homeschooling. 
than ever before. That's true. More people are moving to New Hampshire who love liberty. Libertarians, voluntarists, liberty-loving anarchists are finally saying, you know what, this is getting bad. And maybe I should be in the place with the most people who are like me. You've got a story about that. We'll get to it maybe later on uh, in the show tonight, Captain. A lot of people also moving to uh, Florida and Texas, which, I mean, if you're in California, it's definitely an improvement. But uh, Almost anything's an improvement from California, with the exception of New York. Oh, I didn't bring it for show prep, but that little town in California that has been bucking the rest of California, uh, Mm. it declared itself uh, an independent republic. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Nice. Yeah, it's the same town where like it's a small town in like yeah. the you know, the outskirts, the rural area of California. So, you know, it doesn't feel like it should be treated the same as, you know, the greater Los Angeles metropolitan area, I, for example. I definitely think that the uh the areas of very high concentrated population sort of need to be treated differently than those of low concentrated population i mean especially well, like uh california and new york or uh in you know uh, back in uh in washington yes um i've definitely heard uh, many many stories about how western washington is a completely different place than oh, it eastern is. washington I, I used to joke about it when i lived in the seattle area because people would say well on the other side of the mountains you know referring to western washington or, or so, yeah eastern washington sorry uh i would call it the midwest because it's on the other side of the mountains, and right. it was flat, and it had four seasons, whereas anything on the other side of the mountain, the west side of the mountains, was, you know, sort of that the Seattle rain, the left coast, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and there was, there's been talk in the Washington state area about splitting into two states. So, like, you could have, you know, the left coast of, you know, we'll call it the I-5 corridor going north and south to, you know, all the way to Canada, down to Oregon, and then that would be, you know, one state, you know, we'll call it Western Washington, and then the other would be Eastern Washington. They have completely different politics for certain. Uh, you know, you'll find far more righties, you know, in the on the right side and far more lefties on the left side, ironically enough. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I would be I, I would be in favor of making the entire boss wash corridor like one state. I mean, they essentially I mean, operate that way anyway. Yes. And the more we talk about this kind of stuff, it, it I just feel behooved to say that yes we're going in the right direction talking about this we do need to you know group together with more like-minded people particularly here in new hampshire or you know wherever it is you feel like you need to go to be with people that are you know aligned with you know the way you want to live your life but as we reduce into smaller and smaller groups let's just you know, continue that line of thought down to the individual Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's where it's all going to lead anyway. So, you know, yeah, we're taking baby steps here and there and all that kind of thing. But, you know, even the three of us here, we probably agree on political stuff, but we're still going to need different levels of services and goods and products and that type of thing from each other, even that, you know, our needs are different from each other, mm-hmm. you know, and, and thus. An individualized lifestyle is really what it's going to come down to. Well, and I think there's two major factors at play here. One is just the strict numerical, like, I am currently forced to be in a group with 330 million people. (laughs) Right. If I could be forced to be in a group with 1 million people, that would be a significant improvement. Uh, I do think there's also a, a matter of culture, though, yes. like uh, the the people in New York, uh, like in upstate New York, are forced to be in the same group as people in New York City when very frequently they are just completely very diametrically yes. opposed and just have very, very different culture. Well, and 
this is why I am so glad that I had the opportunity to, and I haven't really traveled outside of the U.S., but I've traveled extensively within the U.S., and there are many cultures within the U.S. Sure. And I have, you know, I'm of an age where I did a lot of traveling when I was young, and I had the freedom to do so and experience different cultures. Without the freedom to go and experience all the different cultures, though, if I ended up like most folks where, like, you grow up in a town and you stay in that town for most of your life and you never leave, you know, I wouldn't have the opinions and ideas that I have today. So That's true. It's an interesting phenomenon. Folks need to have the freedom to travel and experience other cultures in order to evaluate what culture is going to be correct for them or take bits and pieces from all these cultures and make your own culture, if you will. Yeah, it's it's sad when so few people are willing to actually make those changes. I saw that when I think it was a statistic that it was either one out of six or one out of five Americans have never left their state. Yeah. Wow. Well, and Bruce Lee, uh, the founder of Jeet Kune Do, it's called the art without an art, right? Mm-hmm. It's basically, a, I'll call it a decentralized martial art because that's the closest description I have to it, especially amongst libertarian circles. But what he did is he studied all the martial arts. He wasn't like, I'm going to study this one and this is the right martial art for me. Take a little from you this, know. take a little from that. Yeah, he would take the best parts in his mm-hmm. opinion yeah. from this one and that one and the other one. And like if if he came upon knowledge that something was a better way of you know delivering a punch or a kick or you know meditation or whatever parts of the martial art, if he found a better way amongst – he would incorporate that into his art. And that's so, what I did with religion. And exactly. Right. And so that's what individuals need to be able to do themselves. Well, they need and, to be able to experience life and incorporate the best ideas that they bump into and come up with. And, you know, whether they're taught to them by their families and the culture they grew up in or whether, you know, they got and travel and, you know, find other ideas. They need the freedom to be able to do this. And it doesn't seem to be really readily available to most people. Well, and a lot of uh, martial arts formed that way in uh, in an attempt to uh, sort of syncretize different uh, traditions. But, I mean, our ability to experience different uh, traditions in different cultures today but with both the Internet and the uh, relative technological ease of travel is just unprecedented. And I really do think that we need to start getting into that. But at the same time, you also have to, like, incorporate that into a, a sort of root set of values. Like, for, for us, the, the root value is the non-aggression principle and mm-hmm. uh, uh, personal property rights. So, like, a lot of different traditions and ideas can be, uh, can be brought together into that while holding on to a, a, a principled core. And what I love most about that principled core is that it allows all of the other philosophies to exist within it, in my opinion. I, I, I would say most. Most. for, uh, And I haven't found one that's like strictly, nope, it's out, unless it's completely evil. Right. Coming up, we've got uh, some of the details on what's happening with this mandate. It's supposed to be going into effect as of January 4th, but apparently a court is now uh, putting a stay of some sort on this. And Peakless Mountain here, you've got that story. We'll get to that. Your calls and thoughts are welcome as well here on Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. Live Saturday show, open phones as always, 603-283-6160 is the number. That's 603-283-6160. The, uh, by the way, the infrastructure bill passed. I don't know if you heard that as, uh, as well. More bad news. Over a trillion dollars more. They're going to be spending on all kinds of politically connected stuff good time to have precious metals and uh, cryptocurrency well not if you're an obedient 
surf because they're going to start regulating crypto transactions even heavier than before. Uh, so you might want to look into Monero as far as cryptocurrency or Pirate Chain or some of the other privacy coins because now they're talking about taxing uh, any crypto or reporting or something. I, I haven't read the bill, oh, the, obviously. Uh, the, but uh, uh, What was it? Unrealized capital gains? <laughs> no, no, one? not that one. That hasn't okay. happened yet. Uh, but this is a Such proposal a ridiculous term, of uh, $10,000. So anybody moving more than $10,000 in cryptocurrency. Now, I don't know if that's cumulative over a whole year or if it's just in one go. I don't have those details. But that's now going to be some sort of a regulated affair. Mm. So things are getting much worse in the world of the regulated crypto sphere, and that's not good news. We can talk about all these things and more, but the uh, the big news, of course, is that some court, an appeals court apparently, has put a stay on the Biden mandate. What, is, what does that mean, put a stay? For our- so it means uh, your concerns appear to be valid. We're going to investigate this, but you can't do this until we've investigated who initiates the state the court the, the court. courts okay so somebody goes to court and says hey this is illegal we need an emergency injunction against this thing and then the the hearing happens so the judge issues the injunction says okay this can't move forward oh so somebody else has to come in and, and like sort of object to the thing yeah the court doesn't so act do we, on its own i guess you'll tell us right okay uh but but real quick before we get into what happened just a quick uh rundown of what this is supposed to do according to npr The deadline is January 4th, where OSHA, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, tells companies with 100 or more employees uh, that they must ensure that workers are either fully vaccinated against COVID-19. Now, whether that means two shots or three shots or four shots at this point, I don't know. uh, Or the workers have to test negative for the coronavirus at least once per week. So their deadline is January 4th to do one or the other to implement those. Uh, Workers must get paid time off in order to get vaccinated. Employers are not obligated to, t- to pay for testing so if uh, if an employee says i'm not going to get vaccinated the employer then says well you have to get tested it is on the employee to pay every single week whatever the hell that costs wait i thought you said it was the testing every week every single week uh-huh. you have to test negative for coronavirus every week uh which of course if you've been paying attention to even the mainstream news on coronavirus you know that vaccinated people are just as likely to spread coronavirus as unvaccinated people so this just means that it's going to be the vaccinated people spreading coronavirus because they're not actually getting tested for it it's the unvaccinated people who are actually going to get tested for it and stay home from work if they have it yeah which is the ridiculousness of the whole thing illustrated in i don't know say a rock concert for example where they say that you have to either be vaccinated or produce a negative test and it's like well if this were all about safety then everybody would have to produce a negative test Mm -hmm. instead of either be that because we know it can be spread we've seen it we saw it early on man with the the most extreme lockdown well if you're vaccinated then we believe that you just have to have faith that's what this is all about. There's, there's if no, you're vaccinated it's a and have faith, then you clearly don't have the coronavirus. It's just science. It's the woke religion is what it is. And also, here's more. Unvaccinated people at these jobs must wear masks. Now, of course, we know that a lot of places are still mandating masks, period, because the CDC is still recommending it even for vaccinated people that but all unvaccinated workers at these companies will have to wear masks. That requirement goes into effect on December 5th. Then uh, finally, healthcare workers don't have the testing option under a different rule. So 
if you're in the healthcare field and you accept, I think the rule is if you accept Medicare and Medicaid services as a healthcare provider, which is probably a, a huge chunk of them, then you have to follow these rules, which is to say that all of your workers must be vaccinated. There is no testing option. Uh, again, starting on January 4th in that case. So, yeah, I do wonder if the injunction ends up lifted on this thing, if uh, this time next year the wearing of a mask will be the indication that you are refusing to get the jabtism. Well, and oh, nice word, jabtism. I thought so. Nice. To be jabtized into the Church of Woke. Well, that would only be at work where you're too afraid to actually, well, you know, lose your job. I mean, I believe that's what it's turning into with all of the different you know mandates and recommendations and things sort of coming to a head it's going to turn into where people who are not vaccinated must be masked is my prediction uh, we were already seeing it as you just outlined i think it's just going to turn into more of that and then eventually i don't know you know are they going to start using force on people well maybe they'll just start wearing the uh the little gold chain that says vaccinated like the uh uh mayor of uh of new york the governor or sorry the governor, governor of uh, of new york state I mean, it's nobody's business whether or not you're vaccinated for anything at all. Period. That's what you would think. I deserve to know all of your medical history. That's the way it used to be. Because you're near me. Yeah, it used to be that way prior to 2020, and all that has changed. Uh, so that's the story, of course. Now, how many companies are actually going to stand up? How many of these oh, companies? Zero. Oh, I don't know if it's no, going to be zero. I wouldn't go with zero. Definitely Somebody not. Somebody out there is going to make a stand, I would hope. I mean... Certainly, I mean, we watched some companies stand up when they're like, you have to shut down. And they're like, no, we're not going to. So, I mean, if they're going to stand up then when it's very, very obvious that they are standing up against this, the the fact that we now have something that where it's where it can be very subtle that you're just failing to enforce this. And I mean, goodness knows that OSHA has nowhere near the resources to actually enforce this themselves. If you're running a company, if you're an executive in a company that's you know over 100 employees and you're going to stand up and say no, give us a call, 603-283-6160. Uh, well, there's a, a quick you know headline here from Reuters. Worker rebellion swells over vaccine mandates from Boeing to Mercedes. So if enough of the workers say, you know what, we're not going to do any of this stuff. I'm not going to a testing facility every single week. I'm not going to go and get this experimental medication uh, shoved into my arm. I'm not going to do any of those things. And I'm a good worker. I've had a long history at this company. I'm pretty important to making sure things work correctly. I've got a lot of institutional knowledge or whatever, and so do my buddies here. And we're just all going to not come to work if you're not going to— I would you know. love to see that. I would. Lo- there was word about some sort of a national walkout was supposed to happen on, what, the 3rd or something? Of, oh, really? Uh, yeah, and I heard nothing else about it. It's because the media is not going to report on it. It doesn't appear that anybody nationally walked out. So, you know, uh, that kind of a thing absolutely needs to happen. It needs to happen immediately, if not sooner. Mm. Well, I think this is a test of the decentralized defense uh, mechanism. So, like, uh, with, with, oh, well, what will you do if you don't have an army? One of the answers is, well, we will do lots of things. Some people will oppose the invading force directly. Some people will just be very slow to follow their orders. And you have the opportunity for doing that here where it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to do that again. Oh, I'm sorry, I just haven't gotten around to it. Oh, did did I lose that paper? work oh clumsy me so you do have the opportunity for people to very subtly resist these in any level of uh, of resistance they want to in a boeing corporation more than seven thousand workers have applied for religious exemptions and another thousand are seeking medical exemptions and that is about six percent of their roughly one hundred twenty-five thousand u.s employees now is that enough to make a difference we'll see 
The number here is 603-283-6160. The more people that do stand up, the more freedom we'll retain. This is Free Talk Live. When Monster Hunter International discovers one of Isaac Newton's wardstones being auctioned off, they decide to steal it and use it to destroy the Chaos God once and for all. But a mysterious thief upends their plan, and it soon becomes a race against time as something much older and infinitely more evil awakens in the jungles of South America. Monster Hunter Bloodlines by New York Times bestselling author Larry Correa and Bane Books. Visit MonsterHunterNation.com for more. It's Free Talk Live, and the phones are open here. If you want to join us, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Joining you tonight, you've got Ian. Peakless Mountaineer. And I'm Ron Burgundy. We're going to go to your calls and your thoughts. Also want to let you know about Bitcoin.com. You ready to learn about cryptocurrency like Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash? It's probably a good plan considering these technologies are changing the face of the world of finance. They're threatening the governments and the banks' money system. And you need to learn why it's been so successful over the last 13 years. It's been 13 years since Satoshi Nakamoto, the anonymous creator of Bitcoin, released his white paper. It was back actually on Halloween, apparently, in 2008. So uh, go and learn about it. When you get the chance, get over to Bitcoin.com. Click Get Started near the top of the page and spend all of three minutes of your time watching the first video there. Now, there are more than one video, so you know you can watch more if you've got time for it, if, you, if you've got the interest. But at the very least, you watch that first one, you'll get down some of the most basic, most important concepts about what makes this stuff important and different and evolutionary. Uh, once again, that's Bitcoin.com. You want the latest news headlines, by the way. They've got those, too, over on their news site at news.bitcoin.com. It's an exciting time in cryptocurrency because it always is. We are, we are getting closer and closer to what, I'm, what I refer to as the inversion. Ooh. This happens in technology from time to time. Describe what that means. So the, the one that I'm most familiar with and easy to describe is uh, the telephone inversion. Mm-hmm. So uh, before digital technology, uh, all telephone communication was carried over copper wires. Right. Copper is an analog medium, so there was no zeros and ones. It was literally wires connected together, and you had to have people operating switchboards and all that stuff. Digital technology comes along. And does a much better job for a much lower price, much faster, and eventually everything starts getting replaced, right? Right, uh, with digital, you know, fiber optics cables and all that kind of stuff. And eventually, now the internet is the phone company, right? It's all fiber optics now. There's very few places in the United States that are still copper based. Mm-hmm. There's a couple, but they're the outliers for sure. The majority of all telephone traffic is now done digitally. So much so that they had to invent something called the comfort tone. I think I've talked yeah, about yeah. this before on Free Talk Live. A little bit of white noise in the background. Just a little bit of white noise because it was so clear that people thought you had hung up if there was silence in a conversation. So, but what is inversion? So the inversion is just the replacement of the, the old. Flipping, with the, the flipping, if you okay. will. The flipping, if you will. Between the old technology and the new technology. So What are you expecting to be inverted when it comes to cryptocurrency? Well, state currency mm-hmm. versus cryptocurrency. Okay. And we're seeing early signs of that right now. There are some lending companies out there, I'll let you search those on your own, that are beginning to build this sort of infrastructure that 
you know, eventually will will flip over where yeah. state-based currency is going to have to operate within the structure that these crypto companies above board, like completely legal above board cryptocurrency companies. They're going right to do now. everything they can to fight this, yes, though. Yes, they it's are. It's going to get ugly. But they're building this infrastructure and finding ways around. That's the cool thing about crypto is they don't have to ask permission. Right. And they can innovate without, you know, anybody. The government doesn't even know how to handle it. They're still trying to figure out what a stable coin is. Let's go to your calls, though, and thoughts. We got Van on the line listening to WQXL in Columbia, South Carolina. Go ahead, Van. Hello. How y'all doing? Hey, what's on your uh, mind tonight? Yeah, uh, the mandates, I, I'm just tired of talking about them. They're ridiculous. You guys made a really good point. You know, uh, it va- the vaccines don't work and all this. And so it's just nonsense. It's just, but the Fauci guy, mm-hmm. all right? Now, this guy, I've never trusted him since, since it started. Good call. And, uh, oh, there's a lot of people who didn't trust him back in the 80s. He was pimping some sort of oh, yeah. AIDS something or other that yeah, people were Yeah, No, he was, he was testing AIDS on, on uh, orphaned African children. And, and he was cutting their heads. It's just, he's a um, Dr. Mangala type of guy. All yeah, this stuff he's creepy. Out about him. He's creepy. And this guy, Rand Paul, the senator, Ron Paul's boy, mm-hmm. na- keeps nailing him. And he's basically you got to. This guy's got to go to jail. He won't. This is serious. He's never going to see the inside of a jail cell. He's eighty years old, and I know you guys are nonviolent, but now he's all psyched up about you know shooting little kids up with his stuff. And if I saw him, man, I, I don't know if I could keep myself from punching him in the face. This guy is a sick man. Yeah, well, you, when you go after somebody's kids, it changes how yeah. people behave, right? Like, it's one thing if there's some mandate coming down at your job. All right, you can refuse that. You can walk out the door, whatever. you got options. But now they're starting to want to jab kids, and now there's a whole propaganda campaign about it, too. Like, oh, oh you know, Big sick, Bird man. just Big Bird just put yeah. out on they social media today that pit. he's got his shot and blah, blah, blah. Oh really? Are you I, serious? I, yeah. That's disgusting, yeah. man. Yeah, and I, I gotta I say, like, uh, I, uh, huh? Like you can, you can, you say you could uh, perhaps not keep yourself from punching him if you got the opportunity. I mean, from my perspective, the guy is literally guilty of mass murder. Uh, yeah, so, you know, you, you you researched what happened. I mean, it like, didn't come for. He researched. He paid for this stuff. He covered all this stuff up. It's all out there now, but you guys are right. Nothing will happen to him. I mean, we, we, can, we can argue as to does he deserve to be incarcerated for the rest of his life or executed? That's a good argument no. to have, but uh, clearly not know, to be man. walking around free. Well, in the no, government no, that you he have, he's up. going to keep his job, likely. And if he loses his job, he'll get a pension and, you know, get a golden parachute to float on, right float on away. Yeah, and he's, pr- he's unlikely to even lose any of his power. Right. Yeah. I mean, he didn't yeah, lose well, his power between the different, uh, you know, Trump versus Biden. He just said, was just sitting pretty, just like every other bureaucrat Although uh, in I, D.C. I got to say, I did appreciate the hashtag arrest Fauci uh, starting to trend uh, when Good. the uh, dog experiments came out. Yeah, that really upset yeah. some people for sure. Van, anything else you uh, want to share tonight, man? No, I just just thanks for letting me vent, man. Fauci's got to go. And you guys just blow That's the horn. The guy's a criminal. Look, the thanks, whole federal man. government is criminal. That's the thing. Yeah, I know. He's but just this one guy's of them. Sick. Well, I mean, oh, yeah, there's, I know, there's but, more more and less egregious criminals and uh, when you are creating bioweapons and releasing them yeah. on the population he's one is, of the worst there's yeah. no doubt thank you van for the call tonight but he's backed by an agency of force the federal government has a ton of goons who will do whatever they're told to do and it may end up coming down to where there are mandates on individuals to where if you don't get this thing those goons will hold you down and force it into you is uh, i've seen this on the internet it's a few people that have said that 
gain-of-function research has another name. It's also uh, development of biological warfare. Is that an accurate statement? Well, uh, development of biological warfare is gain-of-function research. So they are synonymous. So uh, or, they are basically synonymous. The, the, there's the, uh, well, I only did this to create better vaccines and better immunities. I mean, it's a, a question of intent, but as far as the, the actions that are taken, they are they are the same. Interesting. Yeah, look, there's not going to be a whole bunch of Rand Pauls get elected to Washington, D.C. There's not going to be a bunch of Ron Pauls get elected to Washington, D.C. These guys are the lone, you know, carriers of the message of somewhat freedom. I mean, Rand Paul isn't even really a, you know that libertarian yeah. when all things are said He's and done. Republican. Thomas Massey. There's a he, few of He is the best senator possibly in the history of the country, but that is a very low bar. Yeah. And he's still one of what, a hundred? Yeah. You know? They're definitely the outliers to yeah. repeat a word. So you're not going to change this. Uh, Alu Axelman from Liberty Block, and he's now, the, by the way, the president of the Foundation for New Hampshire Independence, gave a little speech today at a freedom rally in Concord that I attended. I got a video. I put it up on the Free Keen Odyssey channel if you want to see it. But, you know, he's trying to let people know at this rally, which are probably mostly right-wingers that are, were attending this rally, he's like, look, it doesn't matter who you elect. It's not going to get better in Washington, D.C., Ever. Yeah. Go, I mean, all you have to know to prove it is just if you want to prove it to yourself, just look at the times because those of you out there that might be Republicans say, well, why don't we get Republicans? No, no, no. They were in yep. in the Bush administration. There were years where it was all Republicans, Republican House, Republican Senate and a Republican in the presidency. Did government get smaller? No, no, nope. not at all. Got it bigger. got much, much bigger. Yeah. Well, so, and, and here's the thing. So uh, people it. repeat this idea of, well, if we can just elect people, blah, blah, blah. OK, who gave you that? Who gave you that idea? I can they tell you did. who gave me that idea. The government school yes. is what put that idea in my head. Now, if I wanted to maintain my power forever, I would definitely want to put the idea that something that doesn't work does yep. into the people who I'm trying to maintain power over. Oh, and don't forget, we are the government. That's another lie that they tell people. Oh, yeah. The number here is 603-283-6160. Oh, yeah, and don't forget to say the Pledge of Allegiance, which was written by a socialist. 603-283-6160. Don't believe me? Look, Look it, it up. up. We're coming up here. It's Free Talk Live. Talk Live. The phones are open here. If you want to join us on this live Saturday edition, the number is 603-283-6160. We're talking about the vaccine mandate, and now a, a court has apparently put a stay on that. We haven't really gotten into that story, but that uh, sort of was the intention. Of course, phones are open. We'll take your calls about anything that you want. With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Beakless Mountaineer. And the Reverend Captain Kickass. And I also want to make sure that you know about Freedoms Phoenix. It's a liberty-oriented news aggregation site. So if you want the newest and freshest stories and perspectives on current events from those who value liberty, then freedomsphoenix.com has those. And their daily dispatch will keep you up to date on science, technology, historical findings, liberty news, government overspending, and the rise of the police state. Freedomswithansphoenix.com. That's Freedoms Phoenix. I wonder, com. I wonder what sound a phoenix makes. Good question. I, I bet the internet it's something knows. like a rap, uh, raptor with more fire. Let's go to your calls and your thoughts. Uh, starting things out here, we've got Dan. He's on the line, calling from Los Angeles. Dan, you're on Free Talk Live. Ooh, get out of there. Hey, how you guys doing? Dan, what's on your mind tonight? 
So, yeah, I'm over here in beautiful Los Angeles uh, dealing with the, uh, the massive tyranny we got going on in this country. Um, so but it's way worse there, isn't it? It's pretty bad here. Yeah. yeah. Didn't they pass a mandate a like a vaccine passport or something? What's going on with that? That's right. So that's actually going to go into effect tomorrow. Oof. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Monday, Monday, November 8th is when it goes into effect. Uh. So that's for Los Angeles City. And that's but that anyway, covers. Hold on. I just want to make sure I got this yeah. straight. That covers things sure. like eating inside a restaurant, going to the gym, going out to a theater. Is that what am I getting this correct? Yeah, you got that. Uh, nail and hair salons, tattoo. and What about public transportation? You know what? I'm not sure about the public transportation. Okay. They'll get there, Captain. Um, I don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, give them time. This is just the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. So, yep. um, I would imagine that will be coming at this uh, pretty soon. But, uh, but yeah, so that's all happening. However, we are fighting back against it. Um, we have a website up right now called MedicalFreedomLA.com, and that is being organized by the LA County Libertarian Party, and we are filing an initiative to push back against this. So we need signatures, lots and lots of signatures, uh, donations. Anybody around the country can donate if you wish to uh, help out with this battle that we're about to take on. But why bother? uh, I mean, why not just leave? (laughs) Seriously. I mean, you are so heavily outnumbered. You are outgunned politically. How many libertarians are in the Los Angeles County Libertarians? You know what? I don't have the exact number. Take a a shot. Um, But... Shot in the dark. Um, Five, ten. Oh, it's probably like fifty, no, no, right? No, no, no. No, the, no. The LA County. I was okay. I don't know the number, but the LA County Libertarian Party is actually bigger than um, many state parties. It's actually we do have a great grip of libertarians over here. It is pretty decent. Now, when but you say that, enough, you mean the people who are like registered as libertarians, yes. right? I yes. want to know how many people come out to a meetup. Okay, so I host my meetups um, over here in the San Fernando Valley area, yeah. and I get about 10 to 15 on a regular basis once a month. That's crap, dude. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. But, Look, that's that's typical no, no, for no, no. most cities anywhere across the United States. They can pull 5, 10, 15 libertarians in a big city like you know Austin or whatever other, Tampa. You fill in the, uh, the blank on that. I mean, I feel uh, so bad for you guys. Why wouldn't you just – you can just move out of the – 49th least free state in all of the United States. It is one of the worst places to live, and you live in one of the worst cities in the state of of California. You could instantly, in fact, the worst city. You could instantly move. I have a brick and mortar. I have a brick and mortar business, which does hold me pretty tightly right now. Um, I'm not saying I don't. I'm not concocting a plan, and Mm -hmm. I'm not paying attention to the possible. Um, eventual evacuation, <laughs> but yeah. um, but the, the brick and mortar business that I have that I've been doing with my wife uh, for the last several weeks, like seven years now, right? Um, it, you know, it, it, it makes it a little bit difficult to. Yeah, it's hard to walk away. I mean, when people get get strings tying them down to a place like that, it is difficult to sell a business or, you know, put it in a manager's hands or something like that and and walk away from it. I I understand that. There's no doubt about it. But, man, I mean, it's hard to get excited about doing anything to help people that are still staying in the least free place. One of the, I mean, New York's worse, but uh, one of the worst free place, uh, least free places on the, uh, the, the face of the United States. 
Uh, I mean, it's just it's just pointless. You guys are screaming at a brick wall of statism, and it's never going to go anywhere, dude. You know, it doesn't matter how many petition signatures you get. Uh, I, I mean, sure. I mean, I, I, I'm not that black-pilled on it, I guess, you know, and maybe I'm naive, and that's fine, too. Um, but well, the way I look at it right now is I'm here, so, and, and leaving is not an option at this point, so I'm going to fight. Well, and, and I wonder why fight for that place when you could be fighting for somewhere that actually wants you to keep it free? Sure, you know, and that's a fair question, too. I love this place, I'll be honest. I've been living here for 20 years. I, I came from Massachusetts, so I'm an East Coast guy um, originally. Uh, but, from the frying um, pan into the fire. Place. Right. Well, yeah. so my, my question for you, though, is would you rather make a decision to leave when it's an option, or would you rather make a decision to leave when it becomes a necessity? Sure. Because so right listen, now it's this, an option. This, this, but I, California is, it's going to become a necessity, especially if somebody, you know, who believes in the non-aggression principle, you know, if you fall on this side of politics at all, uh, California is not your friend. I agree. Uh, that's the conversation I have with my wife. Um, and so she's a little bit harder to convince. She, de- she doesn't want to leave at all. Um, this is her home. She was born here. Um, and so... If if my wife was exactly like me, we probably the plan would already be just about executed, and I would be figuring out how to, you know, yep. Because again, I have the brick and mortar, so I would likely move to Arizona, which is still a drive, like you know, until I figure out how to do something with the business. I don't know, but the other issue is my family, and yeah, my wife is not exactly on board with uh, leaving as I am. So how does she feel about freedom? How does your wife feel about liberty, non-aggression, things like that? Yeah, she, listen, she she gets where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. She's not as radical as I am, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but she does understand certain things. But like I'll say, like the, the whole taxation is theft thing, like she doesn't agree with that. Mm-hmm. So it's like that. that's uh, – I'm still working on that. Yeah, it's frustrating. <laughs> but, like whenever I hear about yeah. libertarians living out in Los Angeles, I think it's like – you guys are like a prison gang. You're trying to uh, appeal to the warden mm-hmm. to, you know, give you guys an extra scoop of ice cream once a week or something like that. That's really yeah. how it uh, how it comes off. And I feel I feel for you, man. But I'll tell you what, I don't well, think anybody should pour money into your into your effort. I'm just being honest with you. It's just a waste of time. Yeah. It's a waste of money. I think what you'd be better off doing is focusing on your business and you know making it as successful as possible and then so you can get the hell out of there sell that thing get out of there and if you haven't heard about new hampshire then you really ought to take some time you have heard about it oh yeah yeah i know all about the free state okay great well you know what it's i've known uh, about it for a very long time yeah it's it's really taken off we've got the largest concentration of freedom-loving people here on the planet and it just keeps getting bigger. Sure. There's new movers coming in here. What is it? Weekly? Daily? Mm-hmm. I mean, like it. it's crazy. It's getting sure. crazy here. Uh, we're having tremendous successes. We've actually got libertarians in the state house. They've, they've been elected as Republicans. And yeah, there's uh, dozens of them. Sure. And I mean, uh, w- one of the arguments that we have uh, fairly frequently here is uh, how effective and useful uh, politics is for, for making change. And I mean, in a place like New Hampshire, there's actually an argument to be made for politics being a method of change. Things, yes. Uh, rather than uh, as I view it, which is largely just a uh, uh, a, 
a pulpit to speak from, so to speak, a, a soapbox, if you will. But uh, there's at least an argument in a place like this uh, of making real change through the political process. Whereas in, in a place like California and especially Los Angeles, I I just don't even see why that would be worth the, the time and effort of even trying. Dan, go ahead. Plug your website one more time, though, in case somebody does, you know, sure. want to help the prison gang. <laughs> Fair enough. It's medicalfreedomla.com. Seriously, good luck to you, man, and uh, I hope to see you visit. I I hope to see you visiting out here. Bring the wife. You know, see if you can convince her to come out to the Porcupine Freedom Festival or something like that. That'd be great. Let her get a taste of what it's like here in New Hampshire. Get a taste of what it's right. You know, like around this community of freedom lovers, and you know, you can open carry and do cool stuff like that here that you can't ever do uh, in some place like Los Angeles. Thank you for the call tonight, Dan. I appreciate it. (sighs) Just feel so bad for those guys, man. Those gals and. Tough. I mean, the position that they he's love it in, there. Like, I can sympathize. I I was in. You were in Seattle. In Seattle, and I I feel lucky. Well, and how long that before, you got out? Yeah. And how long before it gets so authoritarian that they literally won't let you leave California? Yeah. You, you're not going to be able to have a gas powered lawnmower soon in the state of California. They passed that law, by the way. Gas powered lawnmowers, all lawn equipment, generators, going to be outlawed. You won't be able. You might be able to like have a grandfathered one, but you won't be able to buy brand, uh, brand new ones at the store. There's more coming up here, 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. Is your broken heart stopping you from being authentically happy? My name is Jeremy West, and for a limited time, I am running a free online class to teach you what most people don't know about how to deal with your feelings, the simple way to deal with your negative thinking, the key to breaking your unhealthy relationship patterns, and so much more. No more feeling like a failure who will never find true love. No more self-medicating and ending up feeling even more miserable. And no more feeling like you'll never be someone who deserves an amazing partner. Sound good? You'll discover a new way to finally feel validated and loved. To stop trying to get your self-worth from the very people who tear it down. And to put you in control of your own happiness. So you never surrender that control to another person again in as little as eight weeks. Register now for my free online class at beyondyourbreakup.com slash free class. That's beyondyourbreakup.com slash free class. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. We're kicking off the second hour here of the live Saturday episode. We do these things every single night of the week. If you've missed a moment, you can just go to freetalklive.com and you can download at your leisure. You can also subscribe to our podcast and then just receive the episodes automatically. You can go to feeds.freetalklive.com to find multiple RSS feed and podcast options for your favorite podcast client over at feeds.freetalklive.com. With you tonight, you've got Ian. Peakless Mountaineer. And the captain. We're going to get, hopefully we'll get into the story uh, that you brought in, Peakless Mountaineer, about the, uh, the, there's a court apparently that has put a stay on the Biden vaccine mandate applying to companies with over 100. Are they going to put a rollover and a play dead on it too? (laughs) Employees, we'll get into it coming up here. Will it make any difference in the long run? That's one of the things I want to talk about with that. But let's go first to your phone calls and thoughts we have the ghost of John McAfee calling in from Columbia, oh. South Carolina, listening to WQXL. Go ahead. I wish he'd have called him Halloween. Hello. Oh, glad to have you now. Go ahead there, ghost. Hey, did uh, any of you guys happen to hear this conference? It was Fauci and 
two other uh, authoritarians. This was uh, aired on C-SPAN in late 2019, uh, and they were at the Milken Institute, and uh, I believe it was called The Future of Vaccines, is what it said on the TV screen. Hmm. Now, what Uh, was the context? I mean, what happened? I mean, I heard this, like, a few weeks ago, and my mind was blown. Like, I already thought that they planned all this, but they are openly saying on that uh, program, I'll just give you a few of the quotes. Um, they were like, well, why don't we just blow the system up? How, how are we going to get people to take mRNA vaccines? And uh, Fauci's sitting there like, yeah, you know, it usually takes like 10 whole years. So if we did everything perfectly, it would take like 10 years. And then the other guy's like, well, we need some kind of event or something that will uh, bypass the regular bureaucratic procedures uh you know, safety standards. Mm. And they're like openly saying all this. And I'm wow. like, Oh my God, this was right. This was at the end of 2019, right before, the, you know, 2020. And I, I could not believe all that, but I mean, they're believe it. People are I'm so not bold. surprised. Yeah. yeah. Believe it. You, that, that actually crossed my, my feed, but I did not watch the video hmm. because hmm. I, at first I had your reaction. I'm like, I can't believe this. And then I'm like, well, of course I can. A lot of times they just yeah. put it right out in, in your face. Yeah, you know? it, it sounds like a perfect parallel to the uh, the Carnegie Foundation's uh, notes. So uh, they, they got together and they're like, okay, we want to do this, this, and this, basically to turn America into something that is uh, basically communist and mm-hmm. can interface easily and effectively with other communist nations. And they're like, okay, well, how do we do a major change? Uh, it looks like the only effective way to do that is war. And big bang, boom, World War One happens. So they get back together and they say, okay, looks like we've made all the changes that we needed to make. Uh, how do we mm-hmm. keep these in place? And they say, okay, well, it looks like the best way of doing that is through education. And suddenly they changed the entire educational system. Well, and didn't the same thing happen with money with the war, too? They were like, uh, well, we can't afford all these wars if our money is backed by gold right. and so we need to fiat currency yes we need to eliminate the backing in order for us to be able to borrow so we can fund our wars that way the people won't freak out when they see the bill uh, yeah. i i don't know where uh, those particular notes are but it certainly doesn't surprise me yeah, i mean it's not a secret yeah. the go- what it was the uh, the creature of jekyll island i yeah. think goes yeah. into a lot of this stuff go ahead ghost yeah, I tried to bring that up to some other talk show hosts, and they were like, no, that uh, the U.S. government would never do something like that. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, you don't know the U.S. government. Then. Yeah, That I mean, could never it's a, happen. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing that you could be in the year 2021 and still believe that, oh, no, the U.S. government actually is, has your best interests at heart. Ridiculous. Right. Thanks for the yeah. call tonight, man. I definitely appreciate hearing from you. That's the uh, the ghost of John McAfee. People keep, uh, I keep seeing this sort of like shaming people who say this. People will say on social media or wherever, they'll say, well, I went online and I did my own research. And like people are getting shamed for that. And I'm mm. like, why would you ever shame anybody for taking initiative to go to the largest library that has ever existed in all of mankind to find information about a topic that you are interested no, in? No, Captain. This guy's learned it on his own. Get him. You yeah. must believe the experts. We have selected them. They know what they're doing. They've gone to school. I'll be the judge of my own experts. Thank you. Yeah. Who are these people, anyway? Let's go to uh, Jerome. He's on the line in South Carolina. You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead, Jerome. Hey, um, there's a couple of people on this show need to be committed to an asylum. Okay? Really? The Why? one that said that uh, 
Fauci is like um, a mass murderer and a few other crazy comments. Yeah, you sound like Republicans. When you say you got libertarians up there getting elected as Republicans, yeah, because that's what they are. Crazy Republicans. No, that's not true. We've actually had some get elected as Democrats, but not as many because it yeah. all depends on oh, what district you you're Democrats in. Are, huh? Democrats like Manchin, like a traitor like Manchin. Jerome, Jerome <laughs> are, are you a dog lover? Huh? Because I don't know if you heard about the story about what Fauci's and, and his goons do to that. dogs. I don't believe it. You don't, don't believe it? You don't believe it? Rand, How much Rand documentation do you want, man? Hey. Who'd you get that from, Rand Paul? Rand Paul's a fool. Just okay? to be clear, he let's talk about what we're referring to in case know. some of our listeners don't know. What are you referring to with the dogs, Captain? There were experiments done mm-hmm. where dogs, supposedly, allegedly, had their vocal cords cut and they were, well, their faces were eaten by and who'd you some hear sort of that critters. From? Some sort of critic. Who did you hear it from? Oh, it was covered here on Free Talk Live, by the way. Uh, U.S. senators actually brought it up in a uh, hearing. Yeah, and who's the senator name? What's the senator name? There were several of them, actually. And oh yeah, you said oh people like that that they stormed on the Capitol. They talk about you going to die tonight. You think I'm going to listen to fools like like (laughs) Rand Paul who got his ass kicked? Rand Paul who got his ass kicked? And by the way. He didn't get his ass kicked good enough because he's still a fool. Wait, no. are you vaccinated, Jerome? Reason, How about the, the people for the ethical treatment of animals? I'm vaccinated. Jerome. You're damn right because I'm smarter than that. Jerome. Uh-huh. How about the people for the ethical treatment of animals? Do you believe them? Yeah, I believe them. I mean, I mean they're, they're, well, they're, they're, guess they're what? They had the same people. exact questions. PETA stated yeah, that well. Fauci and his organs. This is from WTRF.com. PETA stated Question. that Fauci. Will you listen? Will Question. you listen? Are you going to listen? Yeah, just, I'm just, listening. Okay, you so can't crazy. talk if you're listening, right? By definition, if words are coming out of your mouth, you are not listening. So let me give it to you. Just Here's what PETA had to say. They stated that Fauci and his organization's explanation of making a mistake is not enough and that this is not the first time the National Institutes of Health conducted horrific animal experiments. PETA's demanding that Fauci release the original grant document, which was $1.68 million to put uh, inhumane experiments on beagle puppies where they conducted them under the supervision of Dr. Fauci, involved severing the puppy's vocal cords so they were unable to bark in pain while they were, they were being eaten alive. I don't alive. believe it. While they were being eaten alive by sand flies. I don't believe it. It's a lie. You're like a little child that it's puts... Like when he uh, said, it's like when he, he said is, he's, yeah. he's guilty he's of fingers in his ears. I'm putting you on hold, bro. That's exactly what Jerome is doing. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I can't You don't want to hear what... Okay, sure, they were Republican senators, but how often does PETA work with the Republicans? Those are two organizations, two groups that generally they're like oil and water, right? Like they don't usually team up on anything, but they teamed up on this one because, you know, politics makes for strange bedfellows, as they say. It, it's hor- I mean, I'm a, a dog, lifelong dog lover. And so, yeah. like, and, you know, people have pointed out, they're like, oh, it took puppies for people to realize Fauci was evil. Well, okay, whatever, whatever it takes. takes, man. Like, you know, yeah, people should be, you know, sort of, you know, have It'd be Fauci nice if they cared about life, human but, life enough to uh, go, yeah. oh, wow, you're a monster. Well, here's but, what you okay, can do. Here, here's what you can do is you can say, all right, well, if Fauci is willing to torture dogs to death 
by having them eaten alive by sand fleas and cutting their vocal cords so they wouldn't bark about it, then what's he willing to do to humans? If he's willing to do that to puppies, yes. what's he willing to do to human beings? And then you will start to scratch the surface of the potential horrors that this man has uh, gotten people involved in. The number here is 603-283-6160. I did tell Jerome I was putting him on hold. If he wants to come back, we'll bring him back, give him a chance to comment here. Okay. Maybe he actually listened instead of screaming into his hold the entire time. Hey, it's Free Talk Live. The phones here, they're open. Actually, only one line's open. Busy night on the phones tonight, but we will get you on. Uh, the number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And Peakless Mountaineer, you were just asking off the air, what was that non-know-your-customer, no-KYC, as they call it, exchange that we've been talking about recently? It's Xmarkets, exmarkets.com. Now, they're not actually a sponsor, I want to make clear. Uh, but we're talking about them in relation to Intercoin, which is a sponsor here on Free Talk Live. They can help any business or organization launch their own currency or raise money using their own token. Now, Intercoin has launched its investor token worldwide, and it's now, for the very first time ever, available on an exchange. It used to be available only to what they call accredited investors. This was like last year when we were first talking about them, which was a bummer because you know it's only super rich people that could, right. could get into it. And this is because stupid government rules make it so they couldn't offer it uh, to just anybody. But after a certain period of time has gone by, then they can open it up a little bit. And so now now it's opened up. Now anybody who goes to exmarkets.com, that's exmarkets.com, you can register with just an email address. So you keep your privacy intact. And you can then uh, deposit dozens of different cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, trade them for Tether on the exchange, and then trade the Tether for ITR, which is the Intercoin investor token and you nice. can learn more about the intercoin vision at intercoin.org and of course buy and sell X, uh, itr over at xmarkets.com exmarkets.com you just might be advancing the cause of liberty around the world we're going to go back to your calls and thoughts i did say i was going to give jerome a chance to respond to the fact that PETA, yeah. the people for ethical treatment of animals and several uh, senators teamed up to demand answers Republican from Fauci. Uh, doesn't matter. No, he was senators. killing dogs, hey, killing puppies way, for quote-unquote science. But by the way, he did it in Africa. Something? Go ahead. But let me show you. Oh, okay. The same people that are going after Fauci with all these crazy stories, those are the same people that voted for a guy who said, I can shoot people, and I wouldn't lose any voters. So PETA, okay? PETA so voted for, for human, Trump? Who's the, uh, <laughs> oh, he was the, who's the human being then? Uh, who's the inhumane one? I just want to know how, how Trump he, got PETA to Trump vote for him. Trump about all. shooting people. <laughs> who's the inhumane one? He'll Trump never answer your question because he hasn't says, actually heard you ask well, it. Although Peakless Mountaineer did want to give Jerome an answer to his question about how is Fauci a mass murderer? Yeah. 
Absolutely. I mean, uh, okay, so uh, between his uh, his endorsement of masks and all of their very severe medical issues, his endorsement of the vaccines and all of the people that those have killed, um, let's see, oh, and the fact that he personally funded the research in the Wuhan lab that at least contributed to, if not directly created, the COVID-19 virus in the first place. I mean, which was during the Trump administration. Yeah, during the Trump administration. For starters. Is Trump a mass murderer? Yes, of course. Oh, absolutely. Every president I've ever had the. You answered that. Absolutely. Have you ever listened to a word coming out of our mouths? We are critical of every single person in Washington, D.C. Anyone in the halls of power is pretty much evil, and certainly the presidents are. Donald Trump dropped bombs on innocent people in the Middle East, and so did his predecessors. I know he did. I know he did. So So did did Obama. Obama. He also said, said, I can shoot people, and I wouldn't lose any voters. So who's the inhumane one? Fauci or Trump? Both. Both of them. That is a false choice. Yeah. You understand Fauci was employed during Trump, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't agree with anything. As a matter of fact, he said, oh, this virus or the Democrats. If he didn't agree with him, he could have fired him. But he didn't. He said they're both on the same team, Jerome. Run me out of office. Sorry, bro. There's way more than just partisan politics here. They're on the same exact team. Two wings, same bird. Thanks for the call tonight. Let's continue with more of your calls and thoughts. We have Adam in Maryland. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, everybody. Hey, it's been a long time since I called in, guys. I'm, thank you. for. I, I've been a listener on and off since 2005, maybe 2004. Thanks, Adam. And, and um, you know, because of your insights over the years, I was able to call out this stuff, you know, from the beginning with the, you know, the, the first with the lockdowns, now with the mandates. And I just, you know, I, I, I long for the days where the Second Amendment was our most important issue of the day. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, I, yeah. I, I'd have to say that we lost we lost that a very long time ago. I mean, the the Second Amendment uh, protects arms. Now, it has been a very long time since you were able to have uh, whatever the most modern uh, military equipment was. That is true. Well, that said, I mean, New Hampshire is still relatively free compared to the rest of the states as far as gun rights are concerned. In fact, it might be the most free at the moment. And, and well-armed. Uh, and is a highly well-armed state, and, there's no And it's doubt. also worth pointing out that uh, the the entire landscape of the argument of Second Amendment has has fundamentally changed with uh, with 3D-printed guns. Mm, oh, yeah. For the better. Oh, yeah. Uh, go ahead, Adam. Anything else you want to share? What, what were you calling about? Uh, I was mainly calling about uh, to you know just express my opposition to these mandates. I mean, I, I thought that they were already bad, um, you know, a month ago when it was for federal workers and federal contractors. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, we all saw it coming. If you know anything about libertarianism, you know, they you give these people, the government, an inch, they'll take a mile or 10 miles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I just, I, I just, the, the lucky thing is I, I've never seen so many people politically active in my life uh, because of all this stuff. And, you know, I, I just want to, again, thank you guys for, for caring. Thank you all for, you know, being a part of what the, the founding fathers meant this country to be. And, and you know, the, the Free State Project, 
I believe that's still going on, right? Oh, it's going on better than ever. We're, we're seeing record numbers of people coming to not just visit, but also move here in the last year or two. It really started to kick up in 2020 as the COVID crackdowns around the country uh, started going into high gear. And now a lot of the people who came to visit in 2020 are making the move in 2021. We're seeing record numbers coming here. It is, of course, the best place to be if you love liberty. I mean, why wouldn't you want to be around other people like you? Very true. Well, in the meantime, before I can move to New Hampshire or somewhere else that's free, um, you know, in Maryland, um, we finally held a rally outside the FDA headquarters, mm-hmm. the main headquarters in Silver Spring yesterday. Um, and we're going to have an even bigger one um, next Saturday. But, you know, like you guys said, it's like unless you're surrounded by other people that like freedom, you know, all the voices in the world. And I, I, I saw um, over 100,000 people submitted comments to the FDA uh, for these men, you know, that, that opposed yeah. the vaccine approval. And the vast, vast majority of them were in opposition. But they voted they unanimously for it anyway. They voted unanimously okay. to uh, approve it for five to, t- what, 11-year-olds, I think, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the new thing. Uh, it's frustrating, Adam. Thank you for the call tonight, man. I definitely appreciate hearing from you. The number mm-hmm. here is 603-283-6160. It is going to get worse before it gets better. It's just beginning to spill over into, you know, the normies' lives. Yeah. Well, New Hampshire isn't free. I mean, he suggested that it was. And it may seem that way in comparison to some places, but we still have our work cut out for us here. It's just we actually have a chance to, to win. We are winning in a lot of ways. A lot of the progressives, a lot of the statists are pissed about the fact that there are dozens of free staters who are in the state house right now here in New Hampshire and have been. Many of them have been there for multiple terms, by the way. Uh, this is Free Talk Live. Looking for a great real estate investment? Consider New Hampshire, which is ground zero for the Liberty Movement. Your first call should be to Mark Worden from Porcupine Real Estate. He's more than just a real estate agent. He's your New Hampshire concierge. Where are the best places to live? Do you want farm, city, the burbs, or forest? Do you want a duplex or multifamily building so that renters pay your mortgage? There are homes in all price ranges in New Hampshire, and Mark can help with financing, too. Invest in Liberty and property. Mark Worden can help. PorcupineRealEstate.com Hey, it's Free Talk Live. Open phones, as always. The number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And Free Talk Live brought to you by Bitbox, one of the newest hardware wallets on the scene. Of course, it's generally a bad idea to keep a large amount of cryptocurrency on your phone because, you know, bad things can happen to phones. It could get stolen, for instance. Uh, now, of course, if you get your backup words, then if the phone breaks, you can usually come back from that one. But a stolen phone is going to be pretty tricky. You know, obviously, you should have security and things like that. But you don't want to put your uh, Bitcoin and your other cryptocurrencies uh, at risk. So you might want to look into a hardware wallet like the BitBox. Now, one of the things they're doing differently with BitBox is it is completely open source. And so it doesn't have some of the problems that other hardware wallets have. Uh, And we're going to be giving away three of the latest versions of the BitBox very soon here on Free Talk Live. So stay tuned for details on how to enter those giveaway contests. But if you don't want to wait for those or take your chances, just go ahead and get your own over at box.freetalklive.com. That'll forward you right to the BitBox website. And, uh, of course, we get some credit for the fact that we sent you there, box.freetalklive.com. And when you use code FTL, like Free Talk Live at checkout, you will save 5% on your BitBox. So head over to box.freetalklive.com. We go to your phone calls 
And your thoughts. First up, we have Padraig. He's on the line in New Mexico listening on the radio. Go ahead, Padraig. Can you gentlemen hear me okay? Yes, sir. What's on your mind? Well, I'm running for governor of the state of New Mexico. Probably is a write-in, but I don't know yet. Okay. Uh, uh, it's I, I'd like your support. I'd like the people in New Mexico's support. Uh, I lean more towards libertarian, but I didn't see much that Governor Johnson did for the state of New Mexico. Uh, I ran against Steve Pierce down in Roswell, New Mexico, mm. when he first read, ran as representative. And I think I can do a better job. I think I think that uh, the governor's only elected for four years or a two-year term, eight years, if they're lucky. But so hold on. Why wouldn't you, if you feel like you're mostly libertarian, why not try for the Libertarian Party's nomination? Well, that's what I'm calling you about. What do you mean? Because I need your help. I need the people of the state of New Mexico's help. I can't do this alone. I'm just a farmer. I know how to farm and do remodeling. That's I what gotcha. I do for a living. So, so any suggestions that you come up with, I'm all Well, in. I'll tell you what. Um, I mean, generally, the political process is brutal. It's inefficient. It's expensive. I don't know all the details about how bad it is down in New Mexico. I mean, we certainly have had a regular caller call in from there, uh, David from Albuquerque, who's told us about some of the rampant corruption. New Mexico is sort of known as one of the most corrupt states. So don't be surprised if you're targeted for some sort of retaliation by the people in in the, the halls of power if you're a threat. But a write-in candidate by default is generally not a threat whatsoever because almost never do write-in candidates actually achieve the level of votes necessary, write-in votes necessary to actually qualify for a ballot so you're pretty much going to be done before you even start the media is going to ignore you uh, completely you will have absolutely no coverage and therefore no way to actually get the word out about your campaign and actually attempt to get people to write you in so it's pretty much going to be a failure is my prediction Um, i mean i'd love to be proven wrong about that but that's the way these systems are designed they're designed to keep all but the politically connected class out from playing now if you were to let's say uh, get friendly with the Libertarian Party there in New Mexico. I presume there is one uh, that uh, they're looking for a candidate. Then you probably would, you know, be up against their other candidates. Maybe there's, you know, going to be another couple couple folks that are looking to uh, to get their nomination. You would have to secure that nomination from them, and then in that case, you would at least have some level of activists supporting your campaign. Then maybe you would have a chance of getting on the ballot. I don't know what kind of signature requirements or filing fees or whatever it is that they have there, but I can tell you this. In almost every state in the United States, the Republicans and Democrats have written the rules to stop you from playing. They have written the rules to keep third parties out, and writing candidates aren't even a ch- they don't even have a chance in hell. Uh, but, uh, you know, I would say your best bet would be to go with a third party like a libertarian. But then again, if you're not truly libertarian, you may you may be defeated by somebody who is uh, more aligned with the philosophy of, uh, of freedom. Uh, but it may be, still be the best uh, the best bet for you because you're pretty much done right when you start with a with a write in campaign. Well, I understand that I was just a registered libertarian in Colorado and I ran for county commissioner up there. I was on the school board up there, and I've seen things going wrong sideways for the last four decades. You know, it was yeah. just a handwriting on the wall. I mean, every, every time you turn around. So, well, Padraig, I wish yeah. you the best. Uh, let us know how things are going for you, and and thanks for the call. Today. Like, I totally believe that Padraig could do a better job. That's like not even a question in my mind. Mm-hmm. If if he were elected, if he's not corrupted by power, which does right. happen to people. 
Right. That does. so, but it's everything else that you alluded to that's preventing people with noble intentions from actually getting in and doing these noble things that they intend to do. Yeah. Well, and uh, since you're probably going to waste your time with that, you may as well just try and become the uh, Republican nominee because it doesn't look like they get elected either for uh, for governor <laughs> of of New Mexico. Yeah, it's a heavily uh, blue state, so pretty tough to win that one. Uh, the number here is 603-283-6160. I think I saw a press release from the National Libertarian Party bragging about they got more libertarians elected in, I guess, 2021 than any other year in the party's 50, roughly 50-year 50 history. But it's all a bunch of like dog catchers and you know water and soil boards. I think they had they 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 listed a few different of the offices that they won, and the only ones they listed that were like the big 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 offices were like a couple of town councils somewhere. Right. Because we so got that, more nearly powerless positions than ever, guys. Right. Like that's that's the big problem with we'll call it the uppercase L libertarians is that you know they're stuck in the party mindset mm-hmm. and. I don't know. Like it's been fifty years, guys. It's not working. <laughs> no, like, like uh, unless you focus all of your efforts on something like, oh, I don't know, one state. Mm-hmm. You know, like old New Hampshire, for example, right? To get right. all of your libertarian folks to come out here and you know infiltrate and otherwise take over and you know make it sort of our own. Um, you know, I feel like it's too decentralized and too fractured and too stuck in the the party mindset what's, to be effective. What's the definition of insanity? One of them, at least, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Yeah, and yeah, that would be uh, Einstein's definition for insanity. And the reality is, for libertarians, you guys have been doing the same crap for decades, and you still can't pull more than two percent in your typical three way election. So it's not growing, okay? It's not like, oh, we're right on the cusp of a win. Yeah. No, you're nowhere near it. And this is why I, I, I very much appreciate the, the new stance that the, uh, the, the Mises Caucus and uh, Dave Smith in particular are taking it, where like, no, this is here for messaging. We want to get mm. this message out so people are, because people are like, no, people know the what a libertarian is and they're familiar with the ideas. No, they're not. They have no, no idea what a libertarian is. They have no idea what these ideas are. And people are. like they've, Gary they've Johnson didn't help. they exposed to like logic and freedom and non-aggression and property rights they've just never really been exposed to these ideas so using it as a as a, a soapbox as a pulpit as you know a, an amplifier as a stage that i think is just a, a way better use of resources especially when it comes to the national level because like even on a state level like you have no real chance of getting someone elected yeah unless well, you're in new hampshire in yeah. which case you should run as a republican or democrat and right. then you'll actually win a focused party working on getting principled candidates would have some creativity behind them. They'd, they'd have some really unique publicity stunts. They'd also have the ability to choose. Because one of the problems you have in most states with libertarians is you've got the same 30 or 50 people across the whole state or you know 100 if it's a big populous state or something. This is it. And so you're pulling your candidates from this tiny little you know choice you know amount of people Small and pool. there's only so many of those hundred people that actually want to run for governor so you might only have like two of them or one of them and it's like the same guy and he sucks he's like some crazy autistic guy who can't speak or whatever but he's willing to run so he's all you got and you put him on the ballot whereas here in new hampshire there's thousands 
of liberty-minded people who've come here. And the ones that want to run are way better spoken. You know why? Because they're self-selected. They're the best activists out there. They've come here because they know the best of the best are in New Hampshire. And that means we have choice here. We're coming up. You can bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want here. The number is 603-283-6160. Busy night on the phones. That's the way I like it here on the radio. Your call is important to us. (laughs) Please continue to hold. Oh, and I did mention earlier, we do have several lines in which you can call in. 603-283-6160 will allow you to do that. But we also have SIP. What is that? That's like an internet telephony thing. It's the uh, opposite of chug. And you can call with that and sound way better than a typical phone call. The way you do it is you go to to learn how to do it. There's some steps you got to jump through, some hoops. Uh, But it's free to do it. You can go to sipsip.freetalklive.com. That'll take you to a forum thread where I outline exactly the steps you need to go through. If you want to sound, you know, like you're almost sitting here in the studio with us. Very rarely is that line used, but I do like keeping it around for those that take the time to uh, to bother. So check that out. Sip.freetalklive.com. We go to your calls and more of your thoughts here. Let's go first to Larry. He's calling us from Indianapolis. Larry, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Did we lose you? Larry? Larry? Oh, man. What a bummer. I had not heard from Larry in, I don't know, more yeah. than a year. Long time uh, caller. He used to call us all the time from Indy. Larry, are you there? Going once. Going twice. Larry. Ah, that's a bummer. Uh, hopefully he'll call back. 603-283-6160. Let's go instead to Roland, listening to us on KXLY in Spokane, Washington. Roland, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, it's a pleasure to be on here. Thanks, dude. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I just wanted to talk a little bit about mandates. Uh, sure. Uh, it's, it seems to me that they've got everything backwards. Uh, when they get elected to office, whoever they might be, uh, they are mandated by us to do the will of the Constitution and those who elected them. <laughs> yeah, but they don't and think so. They don't think so. That's that's the problem. You're right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what mandates should be is exactly the opposite of what they're doing. We mandate them to uphold that Constitution. Now, the Constitution does indeed have some uh, mandates, very few. Uh, In other words, provide for the common defense, balance the budget. They're kind (laughs) of providing for the common defense, balancing the budget, I don't know. Roland, how do you enforce those mandates? Uh, See, that's the thing. We always, at least I always thought there were checks and balances in which such things as we see now couldn't happen. Well, they tell you that, but I think that you and I have both seen enough evidence to believe the opposite of that. Yes, you're, 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 you're correct, unfortunately. <laughs> Turns out all and, three branches believe the government should get bigger and more intrusive and more powerful. Well, and I mean, you say so, they have these things they're supposed to be doing, but last I checked, they literally do the exact opposite of every single one of them. Like, balance the budget? Are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> they're going to raise the debt ceiling right, again in right, less than right. a month. I mean, keep us safe? They literally invented the Taliban. I mean... Yep. There's more prisoners in the in the United States than there ever were in the Soviet gulags. More in, than in China, I yeah, believe. In fact, right? there's more incarcerated people in the United States of America per capita, even... 
than any other place on the planet. Yeah, strange way to secure our liberty. Yeah. I mean, we're not trying to bum you out here, Roland, but that's just the reality. No, no, so. no I got you. But it, I, I think there's a lot, there are a lot of people out there that are, are going to start wondering, hey, wait a minute. There have to be checks and balances somewhere. I Here's the best check and balance. Here's the best check and balance. To say goodbye and call this a day. To say, you know what, this experiment has failed. And there's no benefit to having a federal government. Like, think about it. What could possibly be the benefit of having this humongous bureaucracy shoving rules, regulations, taxation down your throat? What do you get out of it? Well, um, I think if it went back to the constitutional intent, it's not going then to. It would go, well, even if it could, if it hypothetically could, then we'd just be back here. I mean, we started there and it led to this. Either the Constitution, as Lysander Spooner put it, uh, it empowered them to do this or it was powerless to prevent them from doing it. Well, that remains for we the people to decide. Well, here's what we you ought to decide have- is to say, you know what, state of Washington, we're out of here. We're going to call it a day. We're seceding from the United States. That's what we're working on here in yeah. New Hampshire, uh, Texas, well, California. Washington, that, that'd be a cold day in hell in Washington, I think, because of most of the voters here. <laughs> but, well, you'd uh, be surprised. There was actually a study done, uh, I think it was this year, if not last year, that looked at uh, voters all across the United States. And there's a significant portion of the, the left coast, if you will, even the progressives out there. A lot of them support independence. For their states, because well, they, 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 they did just uh, uh, vote somebody in uh, from another party that uh, wasn't an independent, but uh, for the first time in twenty or thirty years, which was interesting, on in, during this last election cycle, you probably heard about it. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, a Republican was voted in on the on the west coast of Washington here. Oh wow! Um, no, and it will change nothing. It will change absolutely nothing. It's true. But it does show a little discontent, doesn't it? Maybe. No, no. I, I actually, I, I, I'm with him on that. I mean, it doesn't, it, it doesn't cause an actual meaningful change, but it does express a different, uh, like a, a different perspective, and that the people of that region uh, have a, a have different priorities than they used to. Roland, thanks for the call tonight. I definitely appreciate hearing from you. Can I say- oh, nope. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow night. You can call tomorrow night. We're here every single <laughs> night. So if you don't ever get enough, you feel like, oh, man, I didn't have enough time to express myself, call tomorrow. There's always a tomorrow on Free Talk Live. Uh, we continue here. We've got Robert in South Carolina. You're on Free Talk Live listening to WTMA in Charleston. Yes, hi. I, uh, this is Robert, and I just wanted to say that you know, I listened to that discussion between Dr. Fauci and Senator um, Rand Paul, and uh, I, I, my background is that of a translator and interpreter overseas. I came back here 16 and a half years ago, but um, I, I just wanted to say that, um, you know, taking it, listening carefully to to, to Senator Paul, I noticed that he he's very a very articulate speaker. He, he knows what vocabulary is probably going to be understood by the people the general population and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he also happens to be a doctor. Yes, yes, he's very, very good. I mean, and very logical, a brilliant mind. And Dr. Fauci um, doesn't really compare with that. Uh, and, and Dr. Fauci tries to use obfuscations to try to, to duck out of situations. That's because he he's a lying of- politician. He's a weasel. It's true. He even looks like yeah. a mouse. Yes, and he, he should be careful not to do that, but he, he doesn't have the ability that Dr that Rand Paul has, and that's why he can't do it, because he simply doesn't have it. That's that's his problem. 
do you do you, do you see that as well? I don't watch uh, this stuff. I, I I've been watching it. I found it quite entertaining. But yeah, it, it it is fun to watch him squirm, honestly, because he is clearly not used to being called on his lies, on his manipulations, on his general tyranny. Robert, thanks yes, for the exactly. call tonight, man. I appreciate it. The number here is six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. You know, I've I've heard that some of these clips are interesting, where Paul's got him on the ropes or whatever. What difference does it make? Until he's fired or otherwise, you know, done away with and is stripped of the powers that he supposedly has. Not going to happen. Seemingly has. Uh, it's not going to change. Things are going to continue and down the path And it wouldn't change anyway. Going. Here's the thing. Like, look at look at New York, for instance, where the governor, Cuomo, got booted. He actually got kicked out of uh, the, the governor's seat. And yep. now what? There's some bitch with vaxxed as a necklace who's now in charge doing the same crap. Maybe she's not touching her female employees, but she's doing all the same terrible tyranny stuff going. So Fauci goes out, number two comes in, whoever the hell that is, whatever a-hole that is. Well, I will say that a tyrant that goes unquestioned moves faster. Okay. So if he is being publicly... Uh, put through the ringer on this it actually causes people to go now wait a second i think you're on to something here and there's it, no it doubt at least Some... slows down uh the the oncoming tyranny there's no doubt that uh, i'm not saying Rand paul shouldn't do what he's doing maybe someone will see that and have their eyes opened up or whatever that that can't hurt but i'm just saying in the long run won't make any difference to what the federal government's going to do yeah the well, question for the listeners is if quote we the people unquote are the governments and are the bosses of these people how do we fire them all be false how do we fire them all how do we just elect a new guy elect the other guy how do we fire them all that would be excellent but i will say like if if the choice is between they get to put whatever they want to in everyone's body tomorrow Mm -hmm. or they get to put whatever they want in everyone's body 10 years from now that's an obvious choice so if this can even slow that down long enough for us to build alternative structures you know such as uh cryptocurrency such as uh, rss feeds uh, such as a lot of the technologies or that are seceding out now, from the united or states or to secede from the that's how you government. fire them that's the only way you can fire them is to say we're done with this we don't need you we don't want you we don't want your services we don't want your taxes we don't want your regulations we don't want your bombs we're done 603-283-6160 and that's what the folks over at nh exit are working on and the foundation for new hampshire independence these are two of the the groups that are pushing the new constitutional amendment that has yet to actually be numbered but it's coming that number is coming so i can't tell you what the number of it is yet Uh, that's still on the way more coming up hour three is next when a lunar observatory detects a radio broadcast originating from Proxima Centauri, the nations of Earth discover their first contact with an alien race may also be their last. With the Proximans facing an extinction-level disaster, Earth must choose between sending a ship on a multi-year journey or allowing nature to take its course. Saving Proxima, a hard science fiction thriller by Travis S. Taylor and Les Johnson. From BaneBooks.com. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, and we're kicking off the third hour of the live Saturday edition of the show. Phones are open as they always are here. The number 603 283 6160. That's 603 283 6160. Beginning of the show, we kind of went over some of the basics. 
about this new vaccine mandate that OSHA is going to be cramming down the throats of corporations with over 100 employees. And if they can get away with that, you better believe they're going to do it to, you know, the smaller corporations as well. In fact, I think, uh, Peakless Mountaineer, you might have a story about that. But I do indeed. You also have a story about the uh, there's an appeals court that's put a stay on this vaccine mandate. And I'm sure there's a lot of people breathing a sigh of relief out there. Oh, see... The system works. The courts are coming to our rescue. This like, will work. On, on one hand, I don't mind seeing the state sort of try to eat itself with this state versus state action. Mm-hmm. You know, like fine, let's 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 do more of that. Let's as much as we can. Let's stick the state upon itself and see if it'll just eat itself out of existence. But it won't. Yeah. I know. Yeah, we had a, a caller talking about the checks and balances. Hey, I've got a great idea. How about we literally never make any of the people of the legislative branch part of the executive branch? If we're going to have these, you know, check and balance each other, because we're pretty good at never letting a judge become president. How about we just stop letting Congress become president? But it doesn't matter because the judges back up Congress nine times out of ten. Let's just stop hey, letting anything, there be presidents. Well, that would there be ideal. Go. That would, that stop would be Congress. ideal. But hey, stop anything, judges. anything that slows them down, I think, is progress. And anything that reverses them completely is even better. Okay, but is this actually going to slow them down? What, what oh, are the absolutely. details here? Oh, this is absolutely going to slow them down at the very least. I don't know if I believe it. Tell well, me more. Well, so it already has slowed them down, at least so far. Well, no, because the deadline is January 4th, so they got two months to litigate this. Sure. Okay. Uh, have you seen how slow our courts are? They're, I think it'll probably tell you in the story they're uh, asking for a response by the Biden administration by Monday afternoon. Well, So I they're mean- going to get right to this case. It, it is. It is. The courts are only slow for you and me, my friend. Uh, right. Yes. Not them. Well, it is at least good news. I mean, so I don't know the, if it is. But well, what's no, the news? So, Tell so, me what the news well, is. So, all right. So uh, this is uh, from RT.com. Federal court freezes Biden vaccine mandate for businesses. Uh, a U.S. federal appeals court has issued a stay on President Joe Biden's vaccine mandates for employers, freezing the requirement over constitutional concerns. Biden's mandate says that companies with 100 or more employees must require their workers to either get the COVID-19 vaccine or be tested weekly. Mm -hmm. Numerous Republican states and companies, such as conservative outlet The Daily Wire, had already presented legal challenges to Biden's controversial mandate before the United States uh, uh, Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit stepped in. The court put a hold on the mandate on Saturday before its January deadline. They came in on Saturday to do this. Right? (laughs) Courts don't work on Saturdays They've never come in on a Saturday for me. That's a fact. And they, they put this hold on it over, quote, grave statutory and constitutional concerns, unquote. Now, that is, I think, very telling. Because it is very, very rare that you will get any kind of court whatsoever to even consider constitutionality. That's true, but an appeals court is more likely to be hearing a constitutional issue than, say, a district-level court or something like that. So it's a little more common there. Fair enough, but I mean, I think you're looking at the glass half empty. Like, they could have just as easily, A, put this off, or B, ruled, no, there's nothing to see here, Mm -hmm. as they oh so very often do. They could have. So at this point, at least they're saying, hmm, you might have a point. 
But I mean, I'm not optimistic about what they're going to say in the long most run. Most government actions, seems to me, are unconstitutional. Yeah, and they get away with it every That's a fact. time. That, well, they, 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 they certainly aren't held to account for their unconstitutionality, but from time to time, they are slowed down. Here's the thing. Uh, if they're going to make a decision on this relatively soon, and there's evidence to believe that they will, because, again, from what I saw, they want Biden administration to respond to this lawsuit or whatever by Monday afternoon. So we may have a decision you know, within the next few weeks on this, in which case my prediction, and I'm not a lawyer, and lawyers will just give you opinions anyway, so anybody's opinion is as good as anyone else's. If you else's. pay them enough for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, first of all, this, cha- this is not a challenge to OSHA. Okay, this is not a lawsuit saying every OSHA regulation is illegal. OSHA is unconstitutional. Overturn OSHA. That's not what this is. This is them saying, "Oh, this is bad. This is we we're making some argument, well, whatever if, their legal argument is about this, whatever it is." If I haven't a read bunch the of states making that kind of argument were common, then we might not be in such a rush to get out of the US. They're not like, common. We, Right. Exactly my and point. Like the, it is not common to have a bunch of states signing on to a "Hey, we need to do away with OSHA." But if that was common, I wouldn't be in quite as much of a rush to get out of the United States as, a, saying, as a state. But that's not what they're doing. They're not opposing OSHA. I'm, I'm going to presume, right? No, no, like, no, no. I have they, not read they the are filing. This mandate, and neither of you, right? So yeah, they're opposing just this mandate. Well, and so and what they're going to have to argue is that. Because the state's going to argue, the, the the Biden side of the state is going to argue, well, hey, look, we've had OSHA since the 1970s or whenever the hell, I think it was in the 70s when yeah. it was uh, implemented. We've had OSHA in the 1970s. They've had regulation after regulation, and OSHA itself issues these regulations. Congress doesn't have to issue. We've, Congress gave OSHA the power to issue its own regulations all about safety. And, you know, you're not against safety, are you? This is all about safety. And so OSHA's been issuing regulations for decades. This is just another regulation. How are they going to argue against that? Uh, on constitutional and statutory grounds, which is one of the upsides of this. So they're not just saying, hey, there's a constitutional question here. We need to look into that. They are also saying this appears to violate the laws of these various states. So we also need to look into that. Okay, that's, that's an interesting that's, that's question. That's pretty big. To me, it seems like pacification. That's what this is, yeah. Right? There's, it's the same thing as... Well, we investigated ourselves and we found we did nothing wrong. <laughs> right. Right. Except this is on a, oh, well, there's some people who kind of don't like this thing. So let's put on a song and dance Yep. where we pretend like, you know, we'll put it on hold for a minute and then we'll pretend like we're doing something important with it. But in the end, we'll find out that it's cool and we'll let it go anyway. Yes, that's well, so exactly what there, I predict. There's another happen. side of this, though. So this is just the first one that they're ruling on. So, I mean, this has, sure, 11 states are signed up to it, including uh, New Hampshire now. But there are there are various lawsuits against OSHA for this exact thing that that literally the majority of states have signed on to multiple different lawsuits. So this is just the first one that we're even hearing on. So, I mean, even even if they eventually say, no, no, this is fine. They still have to go through those motions with all of these other lawsuits. Now, the fact that their preliminary finding is no, you might have a case here, both on constitutionality and on it violating your Don't state laws. Don't get too laws. excited about this, dude. This I got to agree with Catherine on this. This is all a show. And you know what it's a show for? It's a show for the governors 
of those 11 states. They get to issue their Twitter and their press release and their, you know, stand behind a podium and say, look at what we did. Yes, look at what we're doing. We oppose this Biden administration. They're doing mean things and we're going to stand up for the people of the state of fill in the blank. And then they're going to they're going to have their attorney generals join together to oppose this. And then once it gets shut down, they're going to say, well, we did everything that we could and we fought hard, and we care about freedom in this state of fill-in-the-blank, and so I'll you need to re-elect you me. You need to re-elect me because I stood show. up. I'll grant you that this is a show. However, this is a show that is bringing into question who counts. Is it the state or is it the federal government? What do you think so, the federal courts are going to rule? Well, so that's exactly the thing. This is going to get a bunch of people to get behind the idea of withdrawing from the federal government. Okay. So at least You mean the, when they rule against the if and when they yeah. rule against the states, yeah. this is going to get a lot more people behind secession okay. than have been before. And no I think doubt. That's more good... tyranny brings more people in favor, in favor of secession. I'll, I'll agree with right. you on so that. So at least, at least the play that they're putting on has a, a purpose and a potential consequence in the Even if that's not their intention. Withdraw- yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Even though it's certainly not their intention. 603-283-6160. They just want to get reelected. Right? Like, I think they should like hire Jerry Bruckheimer. They need a better producer to make it more entertaining. 603-283-6160. I don't even think he could save court man that's that stuff is boring we're coming up here in moments you can share your thoughts on free talk live Free Talk Live. The number, if you want to join us, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. You can join us online as well over at freetalklive.com. And I want to say thanks to David R. Jeffries, who is a platinum amp. He's one of our new amps over at the Patreon that He's we covered in metal? A few, uh, few weeks ago. He is metal, man. He's like platinum. That's pretty awesome. Uh, that means he's doing more than 25 bucks or 25 bucks or more per month to the new Patreon. And all we ask is five. So he's doing five times the uh, the minimum Dude, amount. Dude, thanks. So you are thanks. metal. Yeah, thanks for doing that, uh, Dave. I definitely appreciate it. But uh, appreciate everybody, and you know, including folks that do five. Uh, and head on over to amps.freetalklive.com. That'll take you right to our Patreon. You can join with PayPal, debit card, credit card. They make it pretty easy. And that's one way you can get some of the cool perks like uh, access to the amp-only podcast which has doesn't have like the recorded commercials that our normal podcast episodes do and you get some other perks as well you can learn about those over at amps.freetalklive.com we go to your phone calls and thoughts eric calling from manchester new hampshire listening to wntk up in the upper valley go ahead eric hey how you doing guys nice interesting discussion i've listened to you periodically thank you um the, the, the radio station is now carrying you guys which is much more interesting uh, than what was on before. You talk about um, WNTK out of the Upper Valley. Are you listening to them online? I don't think you can get that in Manchester, right? Like on the air? Uh, no. Uh, once in a while, it'll be on a radio station for a day or so. <laughs> gotcha. And then it goes away. Uh, so, but uh, but uh, this, uh, you know, I, I listen to you guys directly uh, too. So, you know, what's on your mind tonight, um, Eric? So, I just want to tell you real quick. I'm a ex masshole. Okay. And um, I moved up to New Hampshire almost 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Congratulations and, um, on escaping you know, Massachusetts. Really, 
I, I really, really like the, the state in terms of, um, you know, people care about each other on an individual level, mm. you know, mm-hmm. I, I, way more so than Massachusetts by a mile. Um, a couple, a couple things, um, you know, um, about the succession. Um, I think succession could just happen as a matter of inevitability. Um, but um, a couple things that, that I do, one of my concerns is that, um, you know, there's always going to be uh, a, a huge superpower that's going to dominate things. And it could be us and it could be someone else. You know what I mean? What do you mean and, us? Um, I don't uh, dominate anything United, as a superpower. So do you? Well, I mean, we're not talking about super. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying what I think. I'm just saying what is understood as. Right. That's all. I'm. I'm not trying to um, win an argument or anything like that. Well, he's just. Are, um, he was just asking you a question. Like when you said "us," you mean a group oh, of I people. The, I meant. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant the United States. Oh, okay. The okay. United States federal government. Okay. Go ahead. Continue. Correct. Yes. Federal government. That's a key word. If you look um, at, at if you look at like nine eleven, right? Um, the government didn't protect us. In fact, they they part of the problem absolutely yeah as ron paul Um, i believe pointed out so deftly during his uh multiple campaigns for president mm -hmm. uh that uh, the u.s military creates blowback they create terrorism they create Mm -hmm. things like the the taliban and uh, isis by going over there and destroying innocent lives and blowing up buildings and things like that so right well my my point is there's only one guy that stopped that 9-11 attack and it wasn't from the government. He was an ordinary citizen. His name was Todd Beamer. Mm-hmm. And he gathered people to say, you know, because they were headed toward, we don't know, it was either either Congress or the White House. Um, so, you know, I mean. Yeah, you're talking about the plane that went down. Yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, and the point so, you're making um, here is really good. It's strong that the individuals who were involved were the ones that stopped that. It wasn't, you know, airport security. It wasn't some governmental system or whatever. It was the people right. on that plane that uh, that tried to interfere and successfully, to some extent, did. Obviously, they perished, uh, but, uh, you know, the, t- the plane didn't reach its target. Um, so, yeah, the, the real power is in individuals, and that's where, you know, self-defense comes into such a uh, strong place, especially here in New Hampshire. We were talking about gun freedoms, for instance. You can defend yourself here, and that's probably mm-hmm. a strong reason why New Hampshire has one of the lowest crime rates, if not the lowest, uh, I think, murder rate or whatever of all of the mm-hmm. uh, the 50 states. Well, I'm going to—I'm not a gun guy, but I'm going to get my license anyways, just because I, I, no one's telling me what I— you know, uh, I live, you're in I New live, Hampshire. You don't need a license. Well, you can still get one no, if you want. Huh? Yeah, I it's didn't know option. we had licenses yeah. in this yeah, state. Well, they, they so they Seems do. Kind of superfluous I actually, when you've got, uh, I looked into this constitutional well, carry. No, I looked into this recently. Uh, if you want to travel to another state and right. that state has oh, reciprocity, reciprocity. reciprocity gotcha. with New Hampshire, then yes, you go down and you pay your. I don't know. I think it's ten bucks. Uh, it was cheap. I was like, really? That's it? And like, yeah, mm-hmm. you go down and they'll give you uh, the equivalent of a concealed weapons permit for another. You don't need one when you're in New Hampshire. Right. But if you are carrying and you're going to travel to a state, you just got to make sure that they have reciprocity. Eric, any other thoughts on independence or whatever else you want to share? Well, I just say if you look, if you look at, at our country, um, it started out with George Washington. First guy probably in world history that said, I'm going to serve two terms and then I'm going to go away. That's so against human nature. So there's some special. Well, 
Um, he he actually two, died two literally country. two years after his second term, so I don't think he was going to make it through a third term. I think there's uh, a little more pedestalization mm. there that uh, than is due. Mm. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, you know, um, but um, but but when you think about it, uh, there were calls for him to be a uh, you know a, a president for life and all of that. Mm. You know. I did figure out just now in my head the only time I've ever dominated anybody with my superpowers when I was way deep into cosplay. I don't know Wait, if I want to know what you were cosplaying as. <laughs> Superhero, dude. Come on. <laughs> hey, Eric, thanks for the call tonight, man. Uh, you know, we're definitely. Yeah, independence is definitely something we're going to be talking more about, especially as the constitutional amendment moves forward through the uh, the political process here in New Hampshire. And it's definitely, a, you know, some people have some concerns, and those are some of those things that need to get answered. There's, there's some legitimate concerns out there, and well, there and, are answers for them. Thank you he, for the call. Appreciate it. And he does bring up a myth that there must be a globe dominating power yeah thanks for bringing that's, us back to that's, that yeah. that's really yeah. it's it's untrue like it's and it's a very self-serving myth by the people who give it to us like mm-hmm. someone's got to dominate the globe and it's better that it be us than yeah. someone else there was a time when folks felt the roman empire ruled the entire globe mm-hmm. and they didn't they ruled sure. a very small piece of the globe and i mean even if that were true, it would be a terrible conclusion because, okay, like the idea is you have this like free society and therefore it should dominate the globe, except power corrupts. Mm-hmm. So that means that you will lose the only good society on Earth. So the Earth will be absent of the one good society. Whereas if you don't try to dominate the globe, then you can continue to be a good society and the world will at least have one. Yes, and we would also be an economically strong society because New Hampshire, a free New Hampshire, a freer New Hampshire. I mean, arguably, New Hampshire is already one of the freest places on the planet. Maybe the freest of all the 50 states, although apparently Florida is relatively free, but I still can contend that New Hampshire beats Florida hands down. When I was uh, doing the cosplay attempting to dominate with my superpowers, I failed the first time. I went as Batman. It turns out Batman doesn't have any superpowers. Just has he, toys. He's just really rich. Yeah. You can bring up what you want. Take control of the airwaves here on Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off, now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com. It is Free Talk Live. Open phones for you. 
If you want to join us, the number is 603-283-6160. And you can bring up whatever you want in the studio tonight. It's Ian. Peakless Mountaineer. And the captain. And you can join us online anytime you want on our social media site. We've got our own social media platform. We launched it earlier this year, so not quite a year ago, but coming up on a year. Uh, And we did that because, well, big tech, you just can't trust them. They're going to shut you down. I was just looking at a story about uh, Elliot over at uh, Liberty Blogger, Alu. Yeah. Uh, he goes by both names. Anyway, uh, there was a company that shut down his T-shirt sales. Just boom. You're done. No warning. Just cut you down. Canceled. Cut you off. Yep. Canceled. And, of course, uh, this is happening to people that are taking a, a pro-liberty stance in a lot of issues, specifically about vaccines. Yeah. Uh, but anytime you're you know, even questioning the state now. You have a chance of getting shut down by these platforms and such. Yep. So we figured we'd launch our own. We're using the Mastodon open source social media, which basically apes what Twitter does. It does all the same things Twitter does, just without the Twitter, without the big corporation. So we're running that server, and you can join it over at social.freetalklive.com. That's social.freetalklive.com. Check that out. It is a free service, and you have much more freedom to express yourself there. In fact, uh, I heard that even Donald Trump chose Mastodon for his upcoming Trump Social. I think it's called Truth Mm. Social is what they're coming out with. It hasn't released yet, but Mm. it's been making headlines. So smart move on uh, on his part. He should have done it a year ago, but right. you know, better late than never. And uh, I I gotta say, uh, so we were talking about the uh, the BitBox a, a minute ago. Yeah, and you mentioned the hardware that also is uh, is open source. And for for Correct. all of this open source stuff, like I just I trust that so much more. Yes, because yeah. with anything that isn't open source, I mean, not only do you not know what's in there, which I mean, if you're not a programmer, you don't anyway. Right. But no one knows what's in there, so there's just no telling what kind of crazy program it's running in the background. Like what information is going to who or what it's doing. We got more uh, your calls coming up right now. We go first to Seth. He's calling us from New Hampshire. Uh, Seth, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Hey, guys. So I was listening on Thursday night, and I heard a caller uh, call in named Tom, and uh, I I found his call really interesting. Um, He he was calling – I didn't necessarily agree with his his actual point. He called in about uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Mm Mm-hmm. And what he what he literally said was, um, you know, that basically, um, you know, Kyle needed to he didn't say fry, but basically Kyle needed to go down because, you know, there are so many people that don't look like him that would never get away with what he did. And, you know, you're specifically talking about black versus white. That's what he was referring to. Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't I don't necessarily agree that, you know, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, should be convicted. But I did really hear where he was coming from, and I found it really interesting just how much passion was in his voice. You know, um, I listened to a fair amount of talk radio I have my whole life, and I don't know. I, I just I, I thought his call uh, he he sounded passionate, and what what he what he said was that you know that he, him and people like him being black, um, they have a certain type of relationship with the police or at least with some police officers mm-hmm. you know because the, as anybody who's dealt with police knows there there are plenty of police run the gamut all kinds of people um but whenever you the problem with power is that the people who abuse it don't get punished and that's the that's difference right. between right. power and the market right but, is that but right. would you there, agree there seth everywhere. that that police you know statistically at least seem to target black people more so than any other race I think that's absolutely true. Okay. And, you know, I, I think it's um, – I, I did I did some – just everything that – I've been, you know, 
against police militarization, against um, the increase in police power, civil asset forfeiture. I think most people in the libertarian space have been speaking out against those things for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I really, really enjoyed, um, enjoyed might be the, the wrong word, but I was encouraged by things like defund the police becoming mainstream topics in the last few years. I had never seen that. And frankly, I never expected it. Mm -hmm. This country just this country worships its law enforcement in so many different ways. And I had never expected to see like a, a mainstream movement gain national attention or at least some amount of mainstream attention on something as what I consider radical as beef on the police. Um, and when I went to um, events at places like DC, Portland, and all over New Hampshire, I, uh, I was really amazed by the people that I met there and just how how much I think libertarians have in common with them. I think that I think people would be very surprised, perhaps, because I think a lot of people uh, can unfortunately uh, kind of lump libertarianism in with the right. I don't think it's fair. That's not fair. But I think that a lot of people do. And, you know, they assume and they kind of put BLM on the left. Yep. But I think that I think that revo revolutionary philosophies have more in common than they have opposing. Um, and, and a yep. lot of the people that I met there. You know, if we were if, if we had just talked about the issues about just police accountability, you know, I don't know if we had talked about other issues. Yeah, if, if this had if been the police agreed. accountability movement, I would have absolutely been there. But instead mm. it turned into this, uh, you know, sort of, oh, well, it's Black Lives Matter, which is also the name of this particular group, which is very clearly oh. socialist. And it, it just it all got muddied. I think Seth has a, a, a good point. I don't know if that's the point he's trying to make, but if the. You know, sort of progress. You know, revolutionary ideas is the term he used. I don't know if I'd go that far, but if the ideas of like a group like BLM and then you know the libertarians can find common ground, that will strike fear into the heart of statists quicker than anything I can think of. That's well, I'd like to weigh right. in here with my experience last year, uh, Peakless. Uh, my uh, our friend and co-host, nobody and I went to Black Lives Matter rallies in Keene and also Manchester and Nashua. And we saw this co-opting happening. Mm -hmm. uh, the beginning, the first one that happened here in Keene was amazing. It was the largest rally I'd ever seen in Keene Central Square. Relatively small park. You know, it's a small town. There were hundreds of people, even bigger than the 420s that we had way back in the day, which had mm -hmm. over 100. We had, there were hundreds of people uh, in this particular park. And there was a very firm anti-police se uh, sentiment. Like the police showed up and tried to be all buddy-buddy with uh, people in the park and like trying to make friends. And the people on the stage talked down to them and told them to get out of the park. And similar you know, attitude in Manchester. But then when it got to Nashville, which was also a very, very large rally with probably more than a thousand, uh, lots of people at that Nashville one, it had been completely co-opted. They, there were politicians that were on the stage speaking instead of the individuals who were the actual victims of police abuse. It was like the mayor and this other person from the city council and another person. Oh, and the police chief. And it was like just you saw it happen. But the same thing happened with uh, the Tea Party back in the day, too. Right. And, right. You know, so yeah. same old story. Yeah, it's really disappointing. But it, I also think I also think it's one of the ways that um, the people at the top kind of us against each other is yeah. to oh, yeah. try to point out all of our differences. You know, BLM corporate, I mean, as I said, I, I've gone to, I don't know, half a dozen of these rallies at least, no, more than that, but several, you know, and I've never met one of them who's like, you know, I was reading the BLM points on their website the other day, and I was really, nobody ever said that, right? right? Nobody, most of the people who were there weren't there because they'd gone to BLM's website or liked their Facebook page. They were there 
because they were angry sure. at the police. Right. And so I think that um, there, it, it behooved some in the media to kind of focus on particular individuals. And when you do that, it's really easy to find flaws in people because we're all so flawed. Yep. And, you know, I mean, imagine if the entire liberty movement in New Hampshire was there was a cable, a, you know, cable networks for years just talked about one or two board members on one or two particular organizations as the liberty movement in New Hampshire. Yep. You know, and and how inaccurate that would be. Representative of the liberty who, community, just like they do with, you know, Jesse Jackson as the guy right. speaking for right. all black people or whatever. Right. It's ridiculous. Right. Yeah. And, and just a, a quick insert. So a lot of people, they're like, defund the police and that scares them. And they imagine that it's a question of will you have police or will you have nothing? When it's really a question of if you don't have these people filling this niche, we are going to adapt and adjust and we are going to find ways to remain safe. Seth, uh, final thoughts if you got time. Go ahead. Yep. That, that's it. I really appreciate you guys taking my call. Thanks, man. Appreciate hearing from you. That's uh, Seth calling from Manchester, I think, uh, there in New Hampshire. The number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We got time for you. If you get on the line right now, whatever happens to be on your mind, we can talk about it. Uh, plus, I got this woke Microsoft video I've been wanting to play for a couple days. It's real short. You guys haven't seen it yet. And it's really the audio that counts. So we'll get into it coming up here in a moment. It's Free Talk Live. Moments remain. Maybe enough time for you if you're on the lines. If not, get on them now at 603-283-6160, and you can bring up anything you want. With you tonight, it's Ian. And the Lord Reverend Captain Kickass. 603-283-6160. We're going to go back to your phone calls and thoughts. First up, though, uh, I want to play this. I just want to play this, just because it's right. uh, it's pretty hilarious. You don't have to actually see it, Captain. Microsoft. It's uh, micro woke. Those are two clips here from <laughs> from Microsoft, which I believe aren't they based in the Seattle, uh, Washington yes, they are. area? Uh, so On let me pull side. this over here to the other screen and play this for you. So this is from uh, I guess something that they're doing, uh, whatever the hell it's called, Microsoft Ignite, and these are uh, their their presenters. Redmond, Washington. Hello and welcome to Microsoft Ignite. We've got a big day ahead and lots in store for you. First, we want to acknowledge that the land where the Microsoft campus is situated was traditionally occupied by the Sammamish, the Duwamish, the Snoqualmie, the Suquamish, the Muckleshoot, the Snohomish, the Tulalip, and other Coast Salish peoples since time immemorial. And if that's all that this was, okay, fine. I, you know, I could, I could I, give them a pass. Not fine. That, right? Not fine. Not fine. I just want everyone to know <laughs> that this is stolen <laughs> but what, still what, give it back you horrible evil creature <laughs> i could give him a pass on that like hey we took this land we're sorry for it all right well but now but we've got software on. so that's not where it stops blah blah blah, blah. okay they, they, this is an edited clip she was not there uh, this is the whatever name thunberg or whatever that they put that in there blah blah my name is Allison Wines. I'm a senior program manager in our developer tools division. I'm an Asian and white female with dark brown hair wearing a red sleeveless top. And I'm Seth Juarez, program manager in the AI platform group. I'm a tall Hispanic male wearing a blue shirt, khaki pants. Today we kick off two days of learning more about the latest. 
So for one, we have yeah. to take his word for the fact well, that he's wearing pants. Well, and also she said her name was April Wines, and she kind of whined when she said April Wines. That's not where it stops. Here's another clip from a different Microsoft video released recently. Hello, everyone. I'm Natalie Gadilla. I'm a Caucasian woman with long blonde hair, and I go by she/her. I'm a product marketing lead here at Microsoft and co-host of the podcast Security Unlocked with this guy. Yes, that would be me. Hello, everyone. I'm Nick Fillingham. I'm a Caucasian man with glasses and a beard. I go by he, him, and I'm a security evangelist here at Microsoft. They don't mention his mohawk. <laughs> well, He's got a mohawk. Well, like every racist, they believe that race is the most important factor. You have to... You have to judge everyone by their race. So these people, from their perspective, you should listen to less. Hi, I'm the captain. I'm a white Caucasian male with a giant goatee and a shaved head. It's just bizarre. I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a blue shirt with a white long-sleeved undershirt under it. I mean, the pronouns thing was been has been ridiculous, in my opinion. But this just takes it to a new level of absurdity. Actually, I go like, by Lord Captain. Describing Reverend, yourself, just in case, because you don't, because you are are less sighted, you are having difficulty <laughs> racially discriminating. I want to make your racial discrimination easier by making sure you know which race I am. It makes me feel like I'm sitting in a courtroom and they're identifying the defendant. Yes, uh, Your Honor, he's sitting there in the uh, the red T-shirt I, at the defendant's would, table with a goatee. You describe yourself in that fashion. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I think they saw the Chappelle's Show skit too many times of the uh, black white supremacist. <laughs> There was actually a time where uh, the ACLU had a meeting here in Keene, and I I like the New Hampshire ACLU. They do mostly good stuff. They fight for freedom of speech and mm-hmm. you know some other liberties that are relatively important. I, I disagree with them on a couple of different issues, but I, I nobody and I, our co-host, uh, nobody and I showed up to this meeting just to see what was going on, and and they they went around and they encouraged people to give their pronouns when they were introducing themselves. And nobody and I both uh, refused to participate. I said something like, you can call me whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> you know, And just this whole thing, this whole woke pronoun, self-description, here's what you should call me. It's yeah, I, just tiresome. I, it's just what I do. I make fun of this stuff. Yeah. Right? So, That's all you can do. I, I, it's if ridiculous. If they're going to make up pronouns, I can make up pronouns too. Yeah. I'd be like, dude. That's dude. my pronoun. Dude. That's a good one. My pronoun is the following. Opens phone book. A. Anderson. Aaron Anderson. <laughs> Let's go to your phone calls and thoughts. I just wanted to share that with you just to show how crazy woke uh, Microsoft I just, is. I, I won't mention it, but I'm very familiar with Microsoft. Yeah, we go on here to your calls and thoughts. First up, Jet is on the line in Vegas. You're on Free Talk Live, Jet. Yeah, I was about ready to run out to the store, but I tuned in and heard somebody say, Congress gave OSHA the power to blah, blah, but I go, whoa, hold up, boss. <laughs> anyway, what do you think I would say to that? Like, uh, magical powers. I know what you'd Remember? say. Hang on. Let me see. You would say something like, if I don't have the power to do that, where did they get the power to do that from? Well, kind of, sort of. The, um, I keep telling people that the, this whole country and most countries were established in this way by a group of people going into a room and saying, we hereby grant ourselves the rights, powers, and authority to grant ourselves rights, powers, and authority. So if there's some way I could persuade you guys into promoting that these are just other people, you know, Ian's been doing probably the best lately on calling everybody a gang, like the FBI gang and the IRS gang and stuff like that. Uh, But when we're talking about 
the federal mafia, the state mafia, how about if we just uh, ease into it by referring to these agencies as mafias or gangs? Yeah, I've been talking yeah. about them as an empire also recently. I don't know if that's uh, you know within your ballpark. Sure. Yeah, I just I just want more people to start understanding where all these magical powers don't come from. Yeah, you these are just men and women. So, it is important to point that out. So so you don't believe that you have one three hundred millionth of the power to absolute oppression? I <laughs> know. Uh, I'm a I'm I'm just one of those people who I don't know. I I've always looked at celebrities, politicians, next door neighbors, everybody is just another person who, you know, has no more right to do anything than I do. Um, it's it's just one of those things. I've I've never been impressed by titles or position or that kind of thing. Probably because, as you know, I'm a dedicated follower of Christ, and uh, and they came to him once and said, "We come to you, Master, because we know that uh, you don't pay any attention to these people or what they have to say." So I'm kind of go along with that guy. Yeah, I'm the same way. I was disappointed, by the way, uh, this week. I was in a uh, courtroom for Footloose's trial, and there was a few other folks that had a trial as well, and uh, just always disappointed to see people standing for, for judges. Like, I will not stand for another man. It's against my religious uh, beliefs. And Bonnie and I, sadly, were the only two who uh, who didn't stand and amongst an audience of people who should know better uh, than that. That uh, that was my only disappointment. Otherwise, I had a good time. It was yeah. uh, it was a good yeah. trial. Thanks for the call, Jet. Yeah, I don't care what title you give yourself or how many people you agree or how many people you get to agree that you have this title. Mm -hmm. I don't care. You don't have more powers. You're just a person. Your S smells too. Let's go to Tom in uh, Maryland. You're on Free Talk Live, calling from Baltimore. I guess I should start by saying I'm a white, uh, heterosexual <laughs> male. Um, actually, I guess colorless. Because, what are your pronouns? Uh, what are your pronouns? <laughs> you're, you're color. What are you translucent? You're colorless. Well, I, I hear about people of color. I guess that means people of European descent with you, whiter skin have you, no color. Are you albino? I'm not. I'm not. Uh, uh, sorry, what were you calling about yeah. tonight, Tom? <laughs> I was going to comment on Jack Paul Jerome, but uh, I think more importantly, I, I'd like to comment quickly on the last caller. Sure. He's absolutely right. Um, you know, it, it really boils down to uh, a basic principle that I think most people can agree on, and that is you can't have two sovereigns. The government calls itself sovereign, and yet it says the people are sovereign. Um, you can have only one sovereign, and it should be the people. Um, and by the way, administrative agencies and their administrative rules like OSHA and so many other unconstitutional agencies, their rules are not law. In fact, what Congress did delegate to these agencies was the ability to make these rules. But if you look into the law, they have to follow a very precise. And if I said laws, I meant rules. Um, they have to follow a very precise um, set of steps in order to have these hold the force of law. And like with so many things, I always tell people, look for the legal defect in your case before you look for 
proving your guilt or innocence because you'd be shocked at how many legal defects are in any criminal case. Yeah, that's certainly that's what they listen to. Yeah, and you don't get to find out those legal defects if you just take a plea deal. Then you're guilty. If you, uh, you know, say you're going to trial, go with not guilty, demand discovery, then you get to find out where they screwed up. And Thanks it's for worth the call. Noting that the Congress never had these powers to give. Yep, indeed. Hey, out of time for tonight. If you didn't get in tonight, call us tomorrow for the live Sunday edition. The captain will be here to helm the show. We'll see you tomorrow online. In the meantime, Free Talk Live. The new fourth edition of Healing Our World, The Compassion of Libertarianism, will take your understanding of liberty to a deeper level and has over 1,300 updated references, new cartoons, and a forward by Dr. Ron Paul. With discounts for multiple book purchases, the fourth edition of Healing Our World is a great gift for the liberals, pragmatists, environmentalists, and Christians in your life who think libertarianism is cold-hearted. Get yours today at healing.freetalklive.com and use promo code FTL for a $5 discount.